This is the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast with addiction recovery specialist, Dr. Greg Lakin. Real people, real stories, real addiction, and real recovery journeys. The Road to Recovery starts now. All right, we're back. We're, this is our third visit with Ricky, right? Yeah. We've done this twice, and kind of like a little love story. We weren't sure which direction we were going to go in, and it is what it is. So, um, but, but you and Heather, and Heather's not with you today, but you're back, which I appreciate because, you know, um, people can follow your story and see how you're doing, and, and, uh, and then, you know, maybe it somehow commits you a little bit more. Maybe it somehow encourages Heather um, but, uh, yeah, tell us how things are going because we've missed, like, you'll, you'll be in treatment for a little while and you'll drop out. You'll be in treatment for a little while and you'll drop out with regard to the opioids, but that's not the only thing going on, right? Well, yeah. Um, I wish I could say I'm doing better, but I mean, the, the, I'm not, I mean, really, uh, I've quit shooting up, you know, I, is, I, that's a pretty big step for me because... There's times when I want to. I mean, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you say shooting up, shooting up what? Shooting up meth. Uh, mm-hmm. Shooting up uh, just uh, like heroin. <laughs> Which, yeah. as long as I got my medication, I'm good on the heroin. But uh, the meth is kind of the hard one to really keep away. Um, it's. Uh, and when you say medication, you're talking about Suboxone. So Suboxone yeah. will keep you from shooting up heroin. Yeah. Usually, usually, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if I don't have my Suboxone, then I, I, most of the time, that's what I tend to do is I, I go back to heroin and then that'll overtake everything. And I'll just be like, you know, who cares about meth? Who cares about any of that? I, but uh, so then I go, I, I try, I get on my medication and then I'm good, you know? And then, uh, a lot of times, uh, I'll, I, like, I'll get a, like really far and, you know, I'll, I'll be sober and be sober for quite a while, actually, but then I'll get bored and stagnate because <laughs> I'm not I'm not spiritually fit is usually the things I'm not like taking the time to, to to get outside myself and like go out, go to meetings and, you know, because I'm the kind of person that needs to be out there helping, <laughs> like and yeah. helping and being a part of something. And if I'm not, I'm just uh, I'm stagnant. <laughs> I'm, to me, that's just dead, not growing. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, so it, I tend to always fall back into that, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just kind of in the in the bad phase of it, and I'm just I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I feel like I'm waiting for something, but uh, the only thing I'm waiting on is myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you have a lot of insight. You you've got to kind of figure it out at least what the pattern is right so yeah. that's good because i mean i know you so it sounds i mean once again opiate addiction is your drug of choice i mean that's but you also got methamphetamines as well yeah. and and uh so and it's not a common for people to just do well and then they actually get bored and then because they're used to all that bam full dopamine full dopamine all of a sudden just normal just feels flat and then they yeah. want to supplement and they didn't allow their brain time to reset, you know, it'll reset where you don't need all that dopamine and, and you'll get encouraged or a rush or satisfied with smaller, smaller things. But, but, uh, you probably have never allowed your brain a chance to reset, but I, I don't know. And then, and then tell me about Heather. So Heather, you know, the last two times she was here with you and, 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 uh, um, I think her drug of choice probably is more methamphetamines. Is that fair to say, or, or I don't? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, she she is on the Suboxone as well, but uh, I she goes through the same motions I go through because I mean we're pretty we're pretty linked. I I, I guess you'd say is it just we just we're a lot alike in a lot of ways, but we're not at the same time. It's, it's kind of weird, but um, every motion I go through, she feels it too, and. Um, she, I, and I can tell just by watching her body language or just how she's feeling and stuff. But yeah, she's pretty much the same, <laughs> if not worse right now. Um, so she's not here today because... Um, I, I don't know. I, maybe I, she doesn't handle the withdrawals and the, the embarrassment so yeah. much, as, as, much yeah. as well as I do. Um, I, I just, I've been through it so many times and it's... I just, I try, there's a certain point I won't go down below, <laughs> as, right. as in, I, I was like, okay, I get it, I, it sucks right now, but it can get better, you know, mm -hmm. somehow, some way, it can get better, and, and, it's like, I don't, I don't know where her head is, because a lot of times she doesn't express a lot of her feelings, I just take it by her body language, and she just, she, I, she seems pretty down right now. And I, I came on hard to her last time, only because I'm just more worried about her, it's like, what, because I... I mean, she's been battling addiction for a decade, and and, uh, and I don't know how many more, how much more time she has left, especially with the methamphetamines and you know the amount of weight she's lost, and and um, I, I do worry about her. So I did come down hard on her, trying to figure out to to try to get out of the victim role, to try to take ownership, to try to to motivate her to do something, you know, and uh, and so I guess. In some respects, you know, um, I think your heart was in the right place. Yeah, but she's a a very uh, her defenses are are so strong that that like the, if you come at her like any way that she doesn't feel comfortable or where she feels like she's more in the, the dominant position, right. it's hard to explain. If, it, if she doesn't feel like she has the upper hand in it. As in, you've got to be very settled. You can't like, like, you can't like ambush her. <laughs> I guess you'd say right. Yeah. And and she that I think that was the main thing. Is she if she maybe if she would have got a little bit of a heads up and and but um sometimes yeah. the ambush is is what some people need and mm -hmm. a lot of times like people like me and her we we tend to recluse or uh, we just, right. And just go in, inward, and our defenses go up, and it's it's just a mechanism that really I think it, it only hurts ourselves really, and right. it doesn't help us in any way. If anything, it just hurts us. And well, I've been we've been dealing for for ten years, honestly, and I it was worth a shot trying something different, uh -huh. trying something different oh, I because hear. I mean sometimes doctors are terrible, and and and, and, and counselors and. Nurses, I mean, we enable, we enable, we enable people to be victims and, and feel helpless and we almost like kill you poor thing and then that doesn't work and then and then we, we, we try to empower and coach and, and get people pumped up but, but what happens if that doesn't work and then and then you come to the point where you maybe challenge, you know, too much and, and, and that's that works better with guys. Coaching works better with women for the most part. Challenging works better with guys because we grew up with sports oftentimes, and it's certainly there's exceptions to that now. But I mean, you know, people that have played sports, I mean, you 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 yeah. feel more at ease being challenged to do something, and, and uh, uh, maybe with her that's not the way. But then I also worry that 
it's easy to just push away and vilify and be the victim once again, mm-hmm. you know, and never and never take ownership for uh, why you're where you're at. Because unless you take ownership, unless unless you make it your journey, you will never get better. You can always find a reason to not be responsible for, you know, your own addiction. So anyway, that's, but I appreciate you uh, coming again, you know, and, and, and the fact that you're willing to at least, um, be straight with people. And, and so, I mean, we haven't made much improvement and yet you don't let yourself get as bad before you come back. Is that fair to say? I mean, you're you're not, you're not, no track marks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one it's, I, this is one small step. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel I, I know I can do better. I, I, uh, you know, when we're in the rooms, uh, a lot of times you'll hear this that you know it could it could always get worse. Your bottom could always get lower, <laughs> and uh, my bottom definitely got lower on this one because uh, I've never been homeless before, and uh, I mean I'm staying at a motel right now, and it, it sucks. I mean. Mm-hmm. I paid for a week, but you know, I only know what's going to happen the next week. But uh, it seems like I'm just just waiting around for the next, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you've had you've had good stable jobs before. Oh yeah. You know? and, yeah. Uh, so, but I, all this uncertainty is, is definitely going to be. It's hard on my. I, I'm a Capricorn. I, I like structure in some way, in my way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just. It, yeah, I, I, right now I, I know I'm, I'm going inward a lot and I'm reflecting a lot and I don't know why I had to go through this, but for some reason I had to. <laughs> yeah, no, so, maybe you come out of this stronger. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing I can guess. I mean, yeah, because yeah. either I do or I don't, in which I know I'm going to eventually. But mm-hmm. just well, you told us about your family history before, and it was a kind of kind of a model childhood upbringing, and and really not necessarily part of the family history to, but um it's a path you went you know but you're sharp you're insightful you certainly know what makes you tick or you're learning so yeah. um and i don't know i mean do you have any ideas yourself on what we can do different i mean we know that suboxone or buprenorphine helps with cravings and withdrawals for you on opioids but there's still Occasionally, this flat effect. We've tried different SSRIs and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Are you still taking? Um, yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm not taking them like I should. Like I'll take them for about a week or two, and then all of a sudden I'll just stop taking them. I think that has a big effect on them. Uh, it was in like, if I'm gonna do it, I just need to stay on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and that was kind of more for anxiety. They they work though. Yeah. I mean, and I know I they work. I they work so good. I think is, and I start feeling better. Mm-hmm. And I think I got this, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, I'm just like, I don't need those. And fucking, then I'm. Yeah. yeah. No, I see people repeat that all the time. Just when they're doing good, they'll shoot themselves in the foot, you know, instead of just holding the course and thinking that. Uh, and SSRIs are one of those where you get your serotonin back up to normal. You start feeling more normal, you know, and it takes a month or two before they even start working, and then you quit taking them, and you don't feel any different, and then a couple months later, you start to crash again, um, and it's not dramatic, but it's significant enough that it can make you strong, or it can make you weak if they're not there. I don't know, but uh, any new ideas for you on what to do next? That 
I don't know. I've, I've kind of, you know, this, this last time, that, uh, how I said it, it can always get lower. Mm-hmm. I, there's, I, I got so low to a point that I just, I feel like, what's the point if I crawl back out of this, this ditch that it's like, I'm just going to get kicked down again. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. There's a part of me that's inside that just says, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of all of it. <laughs> and I just don't, I don't want to get kicked down again. I don't want to climb again. I bet it, there's a part of me that does want to climb again, <laughs> but it just, and then I, I just, it's a battle, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I think everybody fights that battle all the time. I mean, yeah. are we afraid of failure? Are we afraid of success? I mean, I don't know, but I know that, Getting your serotonin back up to normal and stopping your brain from doing this with drugs long enough, like we talked about, you get to the point where you won't have that flat after effect when you get off of drugs and, and, and your brain will reset with regard to dopamine, things will become pleasurable again, old things, things that you don't find pleasurable now or stimulating now they come back online and I've talked to lots of people that have succeeded and they say yeah you go through this time period once you get off drugs where you just the the excitement's not there anymore and you feel like you're like it needs to be and then all of a sudden pretty soon the little things start to matter again and you start to have hope and you start to think about the future and you start to re-engage all this again Uh, so so I mean know that like the pink cloud. <laughs> it, it, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get back to where you were. You, yeah. you certainly can. And, um, you know, I... I never make it that far, it seems like. Well, at least I, not on this time. <laughs> but, and I always worry with couples, like, are they good for each other or bad for each other? At this know? point, I'd say we're bad for each other. Yeah. But, it, I mean, she, honestly, I, I feel like she tries to steer towards more of the good. Mm-hmm. As as in, and she kind of leaves it up to me, and uh, I I think she she tries, but I feel like she could try a little bit more, <laughs> just as much as I could. Um, uh, yeah, so that be yeah. I just I we we we'll we'll be sober for like a week or so, and then fact, and then all of a sudden like we'll do. We'll get paid, and we'll just be sitting there bored, and just yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Well, it's kind of a stressful time, but I mean, I think I would have to have somebody handle my money. Yeah, <laughs> basically, no. you know, I mean, just it would it would have to be something like that. No, I I've, I've I've had people are doing so well in in their addiction recovery, and all of a sudden they'll come into a bunch of money. It's like, oh no, it's the worst thing that can happen. They're gonna want to sell it. <laughs> You know, or people yeah. that, 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 like you said, you're sober for a little while, then you got to go celebrate that. And it's like, why would you celebrate something that you just being sober? I mean, that's where you want to be anyway. Don't celebrate being sober, <laughs> you know. Um, or if you want to celebrate, just know that it's its own reward. But yeah, you know, I think gratuity is a huge thing. And like you said, you, the people that seem to do well are the ones that have. Um, an element of gratitude and they start to take pleasure in just day-to-day activity, kind of living in the present, you know, instead of worrying about being somewhere else or their brain being somewhere else or something. So talk to a lot of people, whether it's 
things, spirituality or kind of a oneness or meditation or whatever. But um, you have to have to learn how to get your brain there a different way than what you're used to, I think. But um, like I said, I don't have all the answers. I certainly don't. But I appreciate the fact that you're open to, to new things and new ideas. And um, again, we'll continue the Suboxone or the SSRI and um, realize that you may have to save yourself first before you can save anybody else. I don't know. Um, or, you know, I think oftentimes you want to rescue her or feel like you're helping her and, and, uh, it's not always She's what she needs perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. But, She's worth saving. You're certainly worth worth saving, and just have to convince yourself of that, I guess. I'm enabling her, and she's enabling me. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you for coming back, Ricky. I don't know. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out as long as you keep trying, and you know, we'll do something different every time, um, or or at least take a different approach every time, and we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. Dr. Lakin is a board-certified family medicine doctor with an emphasis in addiction medicine and over 25 years of experience. For addiction recovery services in the Wichita area, please visit www.centerforchangeks.com or visit samhsa.gov for a national directory of resources and recovery centers in your area. You can also find these links in the podcast description. Thank you for listening to the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast. And remember, you've got this.